countdown, isn't it? Everybody, oh my goodness, oh my goodness gracious, I'm out tomorrow. I'm out tomorrow, oh my God, Lord, it has been, it has been a long two weeks. Tonight is the last night that I'm in this godforsaken hotel room. It is the last night that I have to have Uber Eats for dinner. It's the last night that I have to wash my utensils in the sink. It is the last night that I don't have some fresh air. It is the last night that I can't just ask a booty call over to give me a hug saying physical affection because it's my love language. I'm so excited. Uh, but that also means that this is the second last day of uh, my It's a Lockdown series. Thanks, everyone that's listened so far. I hope you've been liking them. Now, like I've said, I am going to do little mini episodes like this on Fridays. I'm going to do Tuesday long episodes, Fridays mini episodes because they're quite fun and I like just being able to rant about what I want to rant about. Um, It'll probably be a bit less regular, like not guaranteed every Friday, but if I have topics to talk about, I'll do it on a Friday. If I have a specific question that I want to answer, if I have something that I want to chat about and even like – housekeeping stuff like merch and and podcast group stuff that'll be in these little mini episodes on Friday so tomorrow I'll do an episode from my house I'll be back home listen to how excited I am I feel like I really really hit a wall um a couple days ago so I'm glad that it's ending I'm about to have a fun little zoom call with some really fun people and then I'll be done I have to start packing uh, so yeah, first and foremost, um, for various reasons, um, the podcast tomorrow will be 10 minutes and then I'm going to have a week off. The main reason being I'm tired. So I'm going to have a week off. I've already recorded the episode for the next Tuesday. It is a really good one, really exciting one. And then at least I can feel a bit ahead of everything because I know that when I get out of here, I'm going to be busy. Uh, I've been doing a lot in here, a lot of fun projects. So Let's start this off by, actually, we're only having one topic today. There was a tweet that I posted on my story today that really irked me and it made me really angry and it seemed, I don't know if it was irrational, but I I hate this notion. Let me read out the tweet that made me really irritated. It is on my Instagram story and will be up there for another 15 hours. I'm the kind of girl that says I want a boyfriend, but anytime a guy tries to get to know me, I'm like, nah, not you. I'm the reason I'm fucking single. Hmm. So, you know, on the surface, that is quite um, innocuous. It's an innocuous tweet. It's like, oh yeah, haha, like she's she's shooting herself in the foot. She doesn't want to date the nice guys. No guy is good for her. Her standards are too high and she she gets turned off by every guy that wants to get to know her. And I think it's really doing people in general a disservice. I think it's doing women a disservice. I think it's doing men a disservice. I think obviously there are stereotypes when it comes to nice guys finishing last, um, non-binary people. I mean, there are yet to be stereotypes about you all. So I'm thinking maybe that's just the way to go uh, because they're actually not, now that I think about it, I was like, and there's a stereotype that I'm biting, but there isn't. So what I wrote was this way of thinking is so fucking toxic. You're allowed to decide you don't like people once you get to know them. You shouldn't want a partner just for the sake of having a partner. And I really stand by that. I think this idea that I'm the kind of girl that says I want a boyfriend. That start, that start of that sentence. Yes, it's it's great to say you you know would love to be with someone that you love, but just there's a whole lot of 
in life, and when I think you're younger as well, you say, I want a boyfriend, I want a boyfriend, I want a boyfriend. And I strongly believe that what that's indicative of is having a big fat void uh, and having a bit of issues with your self-worth and entertaining yourself. Like I genuinely believe that because I felt that way. I'm not trying to come for anyone from my pedestal, but this is how I felt. I think that when you want a boyfriend, if all you want is a boyfriend, there are other issues at play here. You shouldn't want someone to complete you. You shouldn't want someone to make you a whole person. When you hear someone say my other half, I find it repugnant. I think it's, I think it's, I think it's revolting. I think it's really discrediting both people in the relationship. I think it's assuming that two people are halves and as cliche as that is, I really don't like that saying. Um, uh, Obviously, if you say that, if you say that, I don't think you're an idiot. I don't think you're a bad person, but I just, it irks me a little bit. And as someone who looks into things a little bit too much and tries to look for ways the patriarchy has infiltrated our lives, I think that that is a big fat one. Um, because you often hear uh, women saying that and men calling their wives a ball and chain as though they are dragging them back, as though their partner isn't adding to their lives. So just something that I think you all need to hear if, you know, whether you're in an amazing relationship or not, just a reminder that you are more than enough by yourself. You are more than enough as a person. And whether or not you feel that, you need to know it to be true. And the way to work through that is to go to therapy and do things that you love and work on yourself and focus on your own life. And then an amazing partner will come that will add to your life and that will bring you additional joy that won't make you be reliant on them for validation and success and happiness and and affection. It'll be an amazing additional part to your life. And I spoke about this, you know, in the podcast where I was trying to talk about the happiness of being single, the joy of being single. And It's something that I really strongly believe. I mean, I know multiple people in my life right now that are are like adding to my life. And when I was with my ex-boyfriend, it was like I felt like I was nothing without him. And that's how when we broke up, it was so devastating to me. And it still is very hard for me to comprehend because my worth was attached to his validation and his approval. Um, But also, side note, we're getting an ex-boyfriend that'll have episode in a couple of weeks. Okay, so then it says, anytime a guy tries to get to know me, I'm like, nah, not you. I'm the reason I'm fucking single. Okay, so here's the thing. Um, this really perpetuates the idea that nice guys finish last and it really irritates me. It really, it supports the notion that incels have that women always go for assholes and no matter how nice you are, you're going to get screwed over. You know what? The nicer you are, the more likely you are to get screwed over. And that simply isn't the case. And it isn't giving people enough credit. I think it's a very immature idea to have, to think that anytime um, a woman is dating someone, he must be an asshole and that women only respond to men who are assholes. If you are a person who responds to assholes, like me, I, I, like emotionally unavailable men isn't assholes. It's men who are emotionally unavailable. There's a huge difference. That is because of my attachment issues and something else that I mentioned in that if you're saying to every single man, no matter if they're from every, every stroke of life, if you're saying, I don't want to get to know any of you, then you're right. You are the reason you're single because you have attachment issues and that's something you need to work on. You don't need to, say that, oh, it's my fault. Ha 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 ha. This is a cute little quirk that I have. That's an attachment issue. And like, that's something that a lot of people struggle with. And once you recognize that, then you're able to heal from it. Um, 
I then asked you, all of you, what they, what you thought about this tweet. And I had some really, really good responses. You all give me the best responses. I love when you all have little think tanks on my stories. So another issue that came up a lot was something like this. It's literally the right reason to be single. You never should settle just so you won't be alone. And that's so true. Why are we looking for worth in being in a relationship? I think this is especially prevalent for young women thinking their entire worth is tied to being in a relationship at all. I know that I felt this way a lot where I felt as though if I didn't have a boyfriend or I was the only single one at a birthday or I didn't bring a date to something, then I wasn't, everyone was kind of subconsciously laughing at me, even though that isn't the case. I'd rather be alone and be open to opportunities to meet someone who's going to add to my life rather than take away from it than be in a relationship with someone who's just going to make me feel like shit. You know, if you're in a relationship with someone who's mediocre, you are cancelling out your chances of meeting someone who is going to make your life fucking incredible. If you're with someone who isn't fully into the relationship, you are putting all your eggs into a very, very rickety, unstable basket. You know what I mean? So that's that's something that I really, I really, truly believe. There's also a lot of comments in here about it's good to have standards. It should is. You saying that you, oh, every guy that gets to know me, oh, like I just get over it. Well, that's good. You know what you, you know what you want, unless you have an attachment issue, which I think you do need to go to a therapist for. But if you genuinely are getting to know these guys and you go on a date, all these people could be either any, any gender. If you're going on dates with people and every single time you're not liking them and you have reason then you just have a certain standard and you aren't settling for something and that's okay. We shouldn't want to settle, just be in a relationship. There's a difference between having not even standards, having expectations when it comes to an interpersonal relationship and then someone not giving anyone a chance. So if you can articulate, oh, a great way to like test this out I think is to see if you can articulate to your friends exactly what it is about this person. Don't just say, oh, I just, I, it was a vibe. Try and articulate it. If it was a vibe or if like you didn't feel a spark or something like that, that is a fair reason to not like someone. But I would encourage you to give them a second go because I do think sparks can develop, you know. I do think chemistry can develop. If you have a great interpersonal relationship, you can create a sexual spark. So, you know, if you have no real reason, maybe give another go. Maybe you are scared of getting hurt again, which again is what, everyone? It's an attachment issue. So obviously I've truly, I've truly, truly gone to town on this one. Let's read some more stuff. Someone just said, someone said, maybe you're going for the wrong guys. That's not, that's, I hate this. I hate this as well. It's victim blaming. Women that get into relationships repeatedly that are abusive or non-productive or um, just a bad time, it's often said, well, she always chooses the wrong guys, although it's their fault. This, again, comes down to trauma. And when you have trauma, so, for example, if – okay. So if you have trauma – again, guys, I'm not a psychologist as well, but this is just how I understand it and how I have learned from my my therapy. So I ha- I've had trauma in my childhood in that I've had abandonment issues. From that – I have then had other trauma from ex-boyfriend that I love uh, and his actions 
have confirmed my childhood understanding that I'm not worth a real relationship. Therefore, I've had those two issues compounded and now I have to really work to not seek out people that are going to confirm that idea that I have about myself. So we try our hardest to find people who are going to confirm our worldview of ourselves because it's very hard to change that worldview. It's very hard to alter the way we see ourselves and alter the the life path that we might have in our brain, whether or not it's good or bad. So inherently and subconsciously, I see myself, not really anymore, but when I was with my ex-boyfriend, I see myself as worthless. I see myself as um, easy to abandon. I see myself as not worth sticking around for because of my issue with my dad. I then sought out my ex-boyfriend that I love. He's confirmed that. And I've gone, well, that's two for two. I've been confirmed it twice and therefore it must be true. And I'm only going to seek out people that confirm that idea that I have about myself. Now I have, I have worked on that a lot through a lot of work in therapy and through, you know, having a lot more things in my life that I want to focus on than being in a relationship, but that's taken a lot. And I think it's the default to go back to our, our, our comfortable space that, yeah, well, I'm worthless and this is my life and this is what it's going to be. And, and that's simply it. That's just how my life is going to play out. And I'm going to find people that confirm because we want to be right. We want to be correct because when we realize that we, if we aren't correct, that we aren't worthless, then perhaps it's, it's a scary thought to understand that we've been wasting time. So that's all I have to say for today. That was obviously a very, very big rant and it was kind of on a different tangent. And look, if you're, if you know the person who wrote this tweet or like if you ask someone who thinks this way, I'm not saying it's your fault. I think this way of thinking is ingrained into us as people and I want to change it. I don't think you're a bad person. I don't think you're an idiot. I think I thought that way before as well, up until only a couple of years ago. I don't think you're anything bad. I just want you to rethink and realize your worth and realize how important it is to have value in yourself by yourself all right guys um that's your little pep talk for monday nat i will talk to you tomorrow when i'm back in my home acast powers some of the world's best podcasts here's a show we recommend Hello, everyone. I'm Danny Pellegrino. I'm Jenna Brister. And we are back for season two of a very merry, iconic podcast. We're going to be diving into your favorite holiday movies, recapping them and going on a few tangents. Yes. And it's the end of the world as we know it. So why not close out 2020 with a bunch of episodes of Holiday Recap with us? So we hope Mm -hmm. everyone grabs a cup of eggnog. And a fistful of candy. Cook that bird and Doritos. The oven. We don't care what you're into. Just join us. Grab your bed wine. Grab your couch cocoa. We're getting lit on the holiday movies. We'll be doing 10 recap episodes. So subscribe to A Very Merry Iconic Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And find us on social media at A Very Merry Iconic Podcast on Instagram. And we'll have all the updates there. A-Cash, 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 A-Cash recommends. recommends.